the drop went crazy. I told him I was like, wait until we get on spaces later on today, and then everybody started pouring in. Cliff came through, Terrell came through, Hilda, you came through for uh, 3D. Uh, real nice to see everybody just having their little moment and shining. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's really beautiful. And I think, uh, you know, we're paying attention to what they're doing. They're paying attention to what we're doing. It's all love, so. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the whole team, man. We really out here, like, uplifting and helping each other out. And it's real nice to see. Uh, I've been planning on, like, doing a, curating a drop myself. Uh, but I just need to, like, get things together and everything. But I know we've spoken, like, I reached out, like, way, way earlier, like, even, like, two, three months earlier uh, that I wanted to, like, plan something and, and drop uh, where it is and what you want to do or what you're doing. For sure. All right. So I, I go by Rare. Um, Twitter handle Rare Force One. It was in reference to, like, you know, Air Force One, sneaker culture, all that. I needed, like, a cool little name, something like that. And uh, I guess... Man, time is really weird in the NFT space. Like, I think it's been two years. I don't know. Like, right as it started blowing up, uh, definitely, definitely nowhere near considered like an OG or anything like that. But mm-hmm. easily, maybe a year and a half, almost two years now. And um, yeah, I, I have a painting background. And I don't really mess with 3D or generative art. I think it's amazing. Like, I, I want to get into that. That shit's incredible. It's wild to me. But uh, I, I have an actual, like, traditional painting background. I went to college for painting. I just found ways to disappoint my mom. And, um, yeah, so it translates really well into, like, digital painting. You know, the, yeah. the, tech, the text finally caught up. Like, a couple years ago, it was really hard. And um, it just didn't look right. <clears throat> but now it's, it's amazing what people are doing. It's just digital only. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes it's kind of... Uh, some people think it's, I don't, I don't want to say corny, but like traditional artists kind of look at it as like cheating. And uh, you know, it's just, it's just a tool. It, all it does is just speed shit up. Like I paint, I can paint everything I paint in real life, just like a hundred times faster. You know, oh, like yeah, I don't have sure. to, I, I posted uh, paintings that I did like almost a decade ago and it's actually really similar to how I still paint today. So take that for what it's worth. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but you could definitely see some of it. Yeah, no, for sure. That's kind of what I started out as. Like, I was I have a traditional background. I went to school for drawing and painting. Uh, ended up drawing, uh, dropping out. But I made that solid transition into digital. Like two, almost I don't know if it's three years, two years for sure. I got an iPad, and then ever since then, I was like, traditional art is cool. Like it has its own field and realm, and it's place for appreciation. But like you said, like being digital is just the process is a lot easier. Um, and I got to a point where I was like, I know how to draw these things very well. And I don't want to like go through the whole process, like on a piece of paper or canvas. Um, so having those like shortcuts and like easier way to like pretty much never mess up in a sense with digital work, uh, that just made everything a lot easier. But yeah, I was looking through your work. I think you started off on Tezos, right? Uh, no, actually, uh, I, I mentioned on Ethereum, but shit was wild back then, you know? This is like before Bored Apes and all that stuff. There was just no traction. No one knew what the hell was going on. 
Yeah. Everyone was like shilling. Everyone was like looking to get egged. I don't know if you guys even remember that. Just like random anonymous Twitter, uh, Twitter accounts just like buying people shit. <clears throat> and it was just hard separating yourself from uh, other people's work. It's just it just seemed like it was so saturated because uh, the NFT boom was just starting. You know, the bull cycle was starting. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was there before was definitely an OG and well established and like rightfully so. You know. It's hard to be making work when you know no one's looking at it. Right. And, uh, you know, so they reap the rewards now. But I, I minted a couple things on uh, Ethereum, on Rarible, and I think Art on the Internet, or I forgot that account. It's going to kill me if he hears this. Um, <laughs> he sends me a DM, and, yeah, Art on the Internet. It's a, it's a pretty nice account. He sends me a DM talking about my work, and I'm like, I'm always stoked, you know. You're always a little uh, sus because like so many damn scammers. Yeah. <laughs> but but he uh, he asked me like, do you have a foundation account? And um, then he doesn't say anything, and next thing you know, he buys my like very first NFT that I minted, which was a uh, a pair of uh, Air Force. No, I'm sorry, uh, Air Jordans like ones, and um, you could it's like a totally different painting style. But I, I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, this guy totally like. He dug deep and found that. And so it was on Ethereum. <clears throat> and, um, you know, some people would buy stuff, but we had no idea what the hell we were doing. And then <laughs> uh, and then I met James, another uh, James, another artist. His name is PressTube. He was uh, doing some really nice abstract stuff with, like, heavy, like, made-up symbolism. But it was on uh, early days of Tezos on uh, Hick et Nunk. Uh, other known as, otherwise known as Hen, and it was on Tezos, and I, I remember Tezos back in 2017 having like the highest, the highest like uh, oh, I forgot what that was called. The you know the um, when a new coin would be created and people would like be buying it with like Ethereum or Bitcoin, or, like a ICO initial coin offering. There you go, and it was, it was on Tezos, but I didn't know anything about Tezos, and I like Tezos because the gas was like non-existent you're talking about like pennies yeah and the community was definitely art forward like uh it'd be other artists buying your stuff but you know how everyone's kind of doing like manifold editions now and it's kind of getting some pushback where everyone's just kind of like open editions or whatever that's like tezos for the last two years like people made huge 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 uh editions on tezos because people want to spread the art you know of course there's like one of one artists but for the most part, there was like events like object for object where like people would just trade art, and it was really cool coming up in that. But while that was going on, there was always this huge rift between like Tezos and Ethereum, <clears throat> where Ethereum, some some people who were like more art forward felt that Ethereum was more like PFP, more uh, scammy and bad for the environment, and Tezos was more art forward. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I enjoyed both sides. Like I'm a crypto native. I've been messing with crypto for years. I'm horrible at it, but it's fun. <laughs> and it just made sense to make NFTs, you know, because I, I always knew about, not I won't say always, but I've known about Bitcoin and Ethereum before, like a lot of people before it kind of got super hype. Mm-hmm. So what so, was the initial like <clears throat> exposure to that? Because I know like everybody talks about like the early days and how it was like super hard to like find a like a marketplace or like an environment to share work like this and treat digital work at such high value uh what was like the moment that introduced you and made you make that jump because 
making that jump from like web two to web three is pretty scary, especially like in those times where like nobody really knew what the market was like. Yeah, no, it was it was insane. Like the price valuations for stuff was like nuts. People would just drop an insane amount. Um, I had a complete random person buy. I had an addition made like years ago, and a, a complete random person bought one for like point eight ETH, so almost a whole ETH. And it was like an open bid. And I was just like, "What the hell? Like, why would this guy just drop point eight ETH on like a unknown artist out of a 10, 10 edition?" And uh, yeah, thanks to that guy, but <clears throat> it was weird. But from Web 2 to Web 3, I keep my Web 2, Web 1, whatever, real-life identity kind of on the low. Not really. Like, there's no there's no crossover between what I do in real life because I work with art in real life, too. And um, I, I keep it separate because, one, I don't want the Web 3 native side, like, the scammers to know who I am in real life. Just, like, another, like, OPSEC thing. It's just, like, another another safety thing and mm-hmm. the other side i don't want to sit and have to explain to people that like nfts <laughs> aren't like fucking evil or gonna ruin the world that or is... everyone thinks everyone thinks i'm like a scammer or some shit like i i remember uh last week i got my my biggest all-time high and um on the super rare bot just some random dude was like money laundering and i was oh, like shit. bro it's like yeah, I was like, it's two and a half ETH, man. Like, what low self-esteem fucking criminal is, like, money laundering three grand? Like, when, like, you have, like, uh, FTX and everything failing and all that shit, you want to pick on the artist? I'm like, come on, just because you don't understand or you don't get that that price evaluation was, like, you know, it's it's big, but, like, compared to, like, some other huge artist sales, it's, like, it's really not that much. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> I mean, it is to me. Like, I was still, uh, yeah. don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's all Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, but like you'll you'll see like uh, PFP projects like just getting rugged left and right, and I'm like, damn, you want to come after me? Like, what slow game is this? Where I'm like making a Twitter and doing this shit for like two years just to get my three thousand dollar payday. <laughs> no, it's definitely crazy out there. Like it's it's a wild west, like as we know. But yeah, I was looking at that uh, that piece that you mentioned on Super Rare, the spots of the upland. I literally have like your super rare open uh right now um i was gonna ask like do you have plans of like remaining anonymous or do you think there's gonna be like a moment in time where you can like come out and like finally be like yo like this is me behind this profile because lately i've been seeing a lot of collectors like kind of come out i i forget the name of this collector but he was a big like traditional artist as well and he does like these renaissance oh paul paul reed i think that's his name Okay. Um, and he's like pretty well known in like the Web two uh, community, but he's been like low key in Web three for a long time. And I think like a couple months ago, he like let his identity be revealed. Um, do you have like any plans like that, or do you think you're just gonna be anonymous? Well, you you know what I do in real life. Yeah. It's not like so forgiving. I've seen people get dragged, dude. Like people just don't understand. They think, like, when you're in this space, you're, like, a straight crypto bro and all that shit. Like, I don't talk about it in in the real world, you know, just because uh, I got I got burnt. I burnt so many people. I was like I was like a total like Ethereum maxi, Bitcoin maxi. I was just getting people in and I got sick of people like, oh, how's the price? How's the price? I was just like, fuck this. I'm not saying shit. I'm just going to make the art, you know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah um I, it's i mean i'm slowly doxing myself you know it's just 
I've I've already posted one like photo of myself when I met with like another person. Like I, we we know some real people in here, you know. So it's it's gonna happen, but it just I don't see the need, you know. Mm-hmm. Like just because I do art in the real world doesn't mean that it translates to anything that I'm doing on uh, Twitter and like super rare. Like it, it literally doesn't, you know. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, does it feel like? Do you have to like enter a different mentality when you are like as rare versus like opposed to like your real life uh, work that you do? You know what's funny, man? Um, I'm really nice online. <laughs> <laughs> Just online? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm the opposite. You know how like, some people get ballsy when they're online because you're kind of like you're behind the screen, keyboard warriors, and like they're kind of anonymous. Yeah. I'm. I'm really fucking nice online. In real life, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit worse. I feel that my other platform, I have a lot of reach to, but uh, I wouldn't say different mentality. I, I, I honestly try to stay humble no matter what. And I know that kind of sounds like a non-humble shit thing to say. Just because I know how fast this can be taken away. <laughs> like, yeah. it's weird, man. It's like the the market and people are fickle. So like I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. So my whole thing is just, just keep making work and uh, you should be fine. <laughs> true that's that's how i treat it i just focus on making art and the rest either falls into place or falls out of place and and that's that i fucking hate shilling myself dude i hate it so much i (laughs) i can't stand it man but it's like it's part of the game right like no one knows who the fuck i am yeah like you got to put your work out there it's it's wild Mm mm-hmm um, how how does it? I know you're doing a lot of AI recently, right? I went through your object, and I know some of them are using AI as a base, and then you go back in with digital programs to paint it over. Um, so, <clears throat> so really, really early on, before uh, really early on, shit, it's only been like a year. Um, before like Mid Journey and Dali and all that, I use uh, VQ GAN. And it was like through like Google Colab type stuff where it's a little bit, a little bit, uh, the barrier of entry is a little higher. You know, you got to like mess around and stuff. It's a little confusing if you have no one walking you through it. Mm-hmm. But I would, I, I always use AI with a base image. Like uh, I didn't just type a prompt and have it run because my thing is when I do art and when I paint, I'm, I'm really literal like I'm considered like a realistic painter. I just I'm I'm really loose in certain things, and I kind of like you know you, you let the brushwork be seen and stuff. So it's not like hyper realism by any means. So my problem is that I my brain doesn't work abstractly, like in, in the in the art way sense. Like I have friends that do abstract art, and it's like it's incredible. It's like where do you even start? You know. I so when I was using AI, I used it only to abstract the initial image. So people would like, with the, with the GAN settings, you used to be able to do stuff where uh, it would show you like every 50 iterations of the image. I set it to like two. So I would set a base image, I would set up the prompt and the parameters, and then you would see the images pop up almost immediately. Like it'd be like five seconds and a new one. And then I would take, certain images and combine it together so it'd be the the early ai stuff was always at least collage and um 
and I, 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 it was fun because it was new, you know, like not a lot of people were messing with it at the time. Well, at least like the who's who's were doing it, but it wasn't big yet. It wasn't so easily accessible, but I never minted anything that was straight pure AI output. Uh, and that's not like calling out people who do that. I just never did because it, it, as cool as it looked when it came out, there was always things I wanted to change. So what I would then do is I would paint over it and then I would run it through the AI thing again to kind of make everything look similar. Mm-hmm. And then I would uh, use like Topaz to upscale it because it's like heavy pixelated. It's not, it doesn't have like a built-in upscaler. And um, yeah, with object, I feel like uh, like the Tezel stuff, I feel like you can experiment more and that's definitely not dissing Tezos at all. It's just, it, it just feels a little more free. And of course, like the issue with like uh, gas and minting fees and stuff. Mm. So I, I would, I would use AI and then as things went on, uh, I started stepping away from it to the point where then I started using AI to manipulate the reference photo. And I still do this to this day. Uh, but not for the recent spot series. I haven't done it, but I'll do like a, I'll take a figure either. Like I'll, I'll take a photo of my, my girlfriend or I'll find like a, a photo online and I'll, I'll mess with it on Photoshop a little bit and then I'll run it through AI. And all it does is abstract it. It doesn't change anything other than like the shapes and the colors. And then, and then I'll use that and I'll paint that. So it's technically, I guess, like a realistic painting because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm painting what I'm seeing. You know what I mean? And uh, that's that's the extent of AI for me now. I know AI is getting a lot of shit. It's kind of funny to see like uh, your normie friends like, oh, well, you see this, all this shit. But um, <laughs> I I think it's cool, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's getting a lot of pushback, but I'm not using it in a lot of my work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it like looking back at it now? Because you started off like in the web three early and then you were experimenting with AI early um, and knowing like how far like everything has, has come. Um, how does that make you feel? And like, what do you think that like the next couple of years are going to be like when it comes to like art and web three and AI and everything like that? Oh man, no idea. It's wild, dude. Like a year in the NFT space is so wild because like I'm already burnt out of AI. It's not even been a year, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. Like, I think mid-journey is cool for, like, helping with prompts and ideas. And, uh, you know, sometimes, because I'm such a literal painter, I'll, I can't find a reference photo, so I'll go into AI and I'll type something up and I'll be like, oh, okay. But I, I haven't done any paintings like that yet. I, I don't know what's going to be next. Everything flies so fast. Like, or is there still going to be crypto? Is everything still going to be there? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I think about that, too. Yeah, like, yeah. I've only been in this space for, like, one year, but... Uh, yeah like everything flies by and things come and go so fast and like people ask me like oh what do you think you're gonna be in like five years and i'm like bro i don't know like i don't even know if any of this is gonna be here in two years like let alone five like it's everything just moves very fast uh you know what i think is really funny that uh this is direct reference to like american culture is like if you've been into nfts for three years you're og and that's so funny that you're considered an OG in something that's so fucking new. And yeah. what's even funnier is that OG literally means original gangster. It's like, oh, you're OG. <laughs> and people are just throwing this around. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of wild. It's like, so it's like, and then uh, uh, someone else was like, oh, shit, Rare is going to be the next OG. And I'm like, I don't know if that works that way. It's like, 
you know what I mean? Like X copies OG, like Fuocious, like the those that were doing it when no one was fucking with uh, NFTs. Like no one knew that it was gonna be what it is. Uh-huh. But I just I don't know. Time flies so freaking fast, man. Like is crypto gonna be a thing? Like is Binance gonna go down? Like no idea. Very true. Very true. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I picked up a couple of your works. If anybody in the crowd wants to go through and surf uh, the media up top, uh, you can see the, one of the paintings that you mentioned. Um, and now that I like look at it, and now that I like know some of your progress behind how you like stylize and do your work, like I, I can definitely see like where you borrow from like traditional into digital, and then like digital back into like traditional media. Um, and it's like just cool to see how you like just balance both off um, and I know you have a whole different career path outside of like web3 I wanted to like give you the chance if you wanted to let people know what you do outside of like the internet um, and how that type of work relates to um, what you do in like web3 if if it does in any way there it, it does not at all cross into web3 I've seen people try it so uh, some people know um by trade I'm a tattooer and uh I'm I'm a fairly successful tattooer I guess you know like when it's slow for people I'm not slow you know what I mean it's kind of weird right and um so I loved it when like a year or two ago people would post stuff like oh, I'm quitting my real life job I want to do uh, NFTs for life and I'm like damn you haven't been here for more than one cycle you know this shit's gonna go to like right yeah. it's gonna go to zero for a while bro like I hope you're fucking taking profits so like, I, I never want to like post that whole thing where it's like I quit my real life job so I can paint NFTs forever. It's like, nah, man, I fucking love my real job. That's yeah, it's yeah. so <laughs> so it's so like liberating and fun, and I get to do what I want to do. And right, um, but I don't see a crossover. I've seen it though. I'll see people post stuff where they're like, blah blah blah, tattoo artist with such and such thousands instagram followers and it's like what does that have anything to do with twitter like no one gives a damn right yeah like the craziest thing is that like i knew about your work before i even knew who you were uh you know rare is a tattoo artist by learning by craft and i know a bunch of tattoo artists myself including some of like the people that he knows um and i've just like it's just wild like I, i was mind blown yesterday like i've seen your work I've gone through like your social media and like I've admired your work with like people and I people have shown me your work and we're like oh this is like insanely good like this is crazy and then like later on finding out like that you do like these extremes of like work because like one is like you know tattoos on people physical kind of in a sense um and on another end you're doing like web3 and ai and like digital paintings and it's just like a wide gap in between those two worlds um and i was gonna ask like how do you how do you balance both because well one you are like pretty disconnected from like your real life and like the internet life in a sense um and i know tattooing takes up a lot of time Uh, i've seen it (laughs) i know people take forever to draw things up uh plan things out schedule like the whole tattoo sessions like how do you have time for like all this I think because I've tattooed for so long in the same place with the same people in the same city, I control my schedule. Like, I work as much as I want to work, period. 
Like if I have a cancellation, I'll just shotgun something on Instagram and someone's going to reply. Or if I want to take time off, I could just shift stuff over. COVID closures kind of hurt everyone. You know what I mean? But it mm-hmm. definitely affected me. The balance, I think it's because I grew up, I'm, I'm probably older than a lot of people in the Web3 space. Um, I don't sound like it. I definitely don't act like it. <laughs> but I, I, you know, it's just like the internet has always been a thing. And I don't think I actually manage my time really well, to tell you the truth. I just, I'll get into something and I'll obsess over it until it's done. And then once I'm done, I switch back over to whatever else I was doing. I'll literally, in between sessions at work, I'll be working on a piece. And um, because I do everything off Procreate and off my iPad, just because, I mean, man, I don't have to lug around like a a Wacom. I don't have to worry about like setting up my computer and like Photoshop. And um, I'm sitting there like in between tattoos or my client will be sitting there waiting for the stencil to dry. And I'll literally paint or I'll be on Twitter. It's so bad, dude. Uh, It's just like literally just shit posting on twitter while like people are right there waiting looking at me but they can't see what i'm looking at right and um yeah it's it's wild i'll find time like if you really want to do it you'll do it and there's you know like if there's no time and fortunately you know like my partner and i we don't we don't have kids or anything like that i'm not like neglecting anyone um and i try to find like personal time to disconnect but Bro, Twitter is brutal. Like, I, I was literally off Twitter for, like, a day or two because of a funeral. And um, even though I don't even get that much, uh, the algorithm is not, like, super nice to me, I noticed it right away where it was like, oh, shit. Like, damn, just two days off this damn thing, and it's, I'm, I'm already being punished. It's, nice. if, any, if anything, it's the balance between, like, Twitter and, like, real life and painting that's the problem for me, honestly. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. I there's times where I'm like, I just want to focus on my work, but I know that if I get offline for a couple of days and I try to come back, like the algorithm is against me, and I have to like play catch up with like everything that dropped and happened, and it, it gets overwhelming and stressful. And I know how that balance is like hard to manage, but I mean, it, it's insane. It was just funny to me, <laughs> like imagining like your client's stencil drying. And you're just shit posting it on an account, and they don't even know that it's like <laughs> a whole different personality and person behind it. Yeah, people, <laughs> bro, people walk up and they're like, "Oh, what tattoo are you working on?" And I'm like painting like a fucking spot. Everyone's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing." My coworkers know; they think it's funny. Like it's funny because uh, for a while I had coworkers that would come up to me like, "Oh, should I get into NFTs? Uh, should I start making NFTs?" And like my first response to them is like, "Yo, do you even like crypto?" Like. Yeah, I know there's a lot of amazing and incredible successful NFT artists out there who weren't crypto native, but like it just seems like a lot of people were coming to me in real life, at least the people who do know, and they're like, right. "Oh, do it? Am I going to miss this?" And I'm like, "Don't don't do it if you're not into it because it's it sucks, bro. Like before I was making NFTs um like and selling semi-regularly i i used to be in like discords grinding for whitelists and i was like oh jesus christ like that was like the worst time in nfts typing like let's fucking go like a hundred times and touch grass and all this shit (laughs) yeah no i i know the grinding for the whitelist era bro dude it's oh it's like is that still a thing it's so horrible for some people yeah but i think that people like naturally like split I know there's a lot of artists who were on the same wave and I think it was like 
we're just trying to like you know secure funds and you know like manage ourselves and manage the environments like that but i think a lot of us got the same feeling of like things being overwhelming things being distracting like there's so many notifications you miss out the fomo like it's a lot of work it's a, it's a lot of stress and uh i think a lot of artists really just want to like sit down work on their art and and push that out and you know develop that in itself um but yeah like there's still people who flip things like we have to have the whales so i respect the grind i i learned to like appreciate it for others not for me i tried it too much stress i lost money i have a whole family of goblins and and poops or whatever on a, on a hidden account but you know <laughs> kind of like redirect the focus and just navigate it that way 100 that's the best thing i've done in the last couple months was just stop worrying about other projects buy the art that you like and from your friends and i think my mentality and a lot of like uh, my friends you know we're we're artists first you know let right. let let the market and the collectors speculate and evaluate your prices like i always hate that shit dude like i'll get hit up for commissions and it's like what what do i say like do i base it off my last sale like i i'm just blown away first of all that someone's coming up to me and like asking but also it's just like i don't, I don't know like yeah, no more no more flipping i'm just gonna buy the stuff i want Thanks. Um, i was gonna talk to you about your profile picture i think the name that you have for this robot dog uh it's spots right yeah boston dynamics yeah yeah okay so i, I forget the name i thought i was gonna call it like atlas or something but yeah boston dynamics is uh what's your connection to to the robot nothing <laughs> just cool <laughs> no okay so i like i have a i have a pretty weird sense of humor but i wanted to paint something that was kind of that looked traditional but still somewhat futuristic and like you know i i, I don't really mess with the glitchy stuff and all that stuff like i'll, I'll do it but i'll do it in a painterly way uh, i forgot why i fell on the spot i've always seen it and um I always thought it was such a divisive thing. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of Web3 in a way where it's like people want to demonize it or people want to say it's like, you know, they want to applaud it. Uh, it's just a tool. Mm-hmm. So like Spot is a tool. It's fucking creepy. You know how like life like it is. It's like Uncanny Valley. It's like It's like a dog. It's something we all know and grow up with. You know, it's nature, and then now it's it's a robot, and it's AI. And, of course, like, the Black Mirror episode where people are being hunted by them, and there's all this crazy stuff with, like, you know, drones and unmanned warfare. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, like, use Spot as just something to focus on. I remember seeing, like, a YouTube video where this guy was just talking about how uh, how the best advice he ever got because I guess he's a pretty successful artist. Uh, I think he's like some Australian guy. He just paints the same thing or draws the same thing over and over again. The best advice he ever got was just paint the same shit, draw the same thing over and over and over again till you're known. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten that advice by like a lot of people in Web3. And um, it makes sense because no one knows who the hell you are yet, right? Like right. it's, uh, you know, everyone's going crazy over like... Uh, over Grant Young stuff and like over other world stuff, but it's like 
if you just saw that art initially with no context and you weren't familiar with their art, you would see it and you'd be like, oh, that's that's really dope art. But that'd be it. But right. when you look at their work from like the from the context of everything that they've minted to what they've done in the space, it's uh, you know, there's like a history to it. So I know Cliff is in here. I think he is. I didn't want to say it, and then all of a sudden he's not. But like what Cliff is doing with like his goobers and everything, it's the same thing where it's just you find something and you're you're repeating it. So you're exploring themes because I think that's another problem with Web three and digital painting is that you paint so fast, it's on to the next thing, it's on to the next thing, it's on to the next thing. At least if you sit and you focus on like one project, you get to explore it and see different ways with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be really disciplined. I was I was really bad for a while because I would still do the figurative work and. Of course, I always recommend and tell people to like do the work they want to do. But the best thing I've done with like uh, NFTs and Web three lately was to like just focus and explore, spot, and um, and just continue to paint that and put them in like weird situations. And again, it's 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 an analogy for like tech and Web three where it's like some people are scared of it. Everyone recognizes it. You know, it's going to be a part of our lives. And it's like, it's totally up to us what we do with it, good or bad, you know? Yeah, I, I've, i like, similar to you, I've always, like, explored with, like, different things. Uh, coming from a traditional background, I did do the whole realism thing. Uh, and then naturally gravitated to, like, hyper-realism. And like you said earlier, like, my mind does not work with abstraction. So I tend to <laughs> avoid that realm. But, yeah, like, focusing on, on something very particular and... and recognizable is like the best way to tackle if you want to like get your name out there like you know for sure known um i had to like learn this myself especially with this new style that i've been working on like just focus on something polish it up develop it you know work on it and yeah like make it recognizable like the the best artist is just work that you see very often and you immediately like recognize something whether it's like a style or like subject matter, like repetition is is your best friend when it comes to like being recognizable. Uh, and when I was looking at your work on Super Rare, I noticed that almost every piece has the spots character, and I was just interested in like the story behind it because I did recognize it from the Boston Dynamics, uh, but I was just <laughs> interested in the lore. I was trying to find that painting that you have. It's called Spots hunting and it's a a picture of like a forest and there's a bunch of spots on the ground and there's a guy on the horse in the middle and it's just like that just the position between like quote-unquote the future and and technology versus you know a man and a horse and how that relates to one another and it was just an interesting concept to see yeah totally so you know everyone's kind of negative when it comes to the future right i think uh we're kind of jaded and we're all, we're all having this vibe that like a dystopian future is coming, and um, I kind of want to just make it funny, right? Like it's kind of weird to have these little robot dogs running around, but like there's a guy on horseback and they're using it to hunt, or like there's the other one where um, it was like bear baiting, you know. And a lot of these, if not all of them, are found paintings um, from you know 18th, 19th century. And um, every painting I've done where I've, like, put spot in it, of course, I'm giving credit to the original artist, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, not... 
I am painting it from the ground up. It's not, I'm not just like collaging and putting it up. Like I'm, I'm using my own style, but it's just, yeah, it's putting something that shouldn't be there in this world. And, you know, do you, I don't know if you ever heard it where they talk about like um, good art answers questions, but like great art asks more questions, you know? So I want people to like, when they look at it and be like, oh shit, that's cool. There's like that dog, but why is it there? What's the point of it? What's like, why did Rare decide to spend hours painting this thing, you know? Right. Yeah, that's that's how I felt when I was looking at your profile picture. Because um, I saw the dog and I was like, oh, that's Boston Dynamics. And I was like, oh, that's a cool painting. And then I actually looked at the mouth and he has like a little bird. And then I was like, oh, like, okay, I get the story. I get the message. Um, it was just super cool. Uh, yeah. See and look at I wonder if they can sue me, you know, <laughs> or like a cease and desist. It's like, <laughs> Because, like, I, I don't think I'm painting it in a negative light either, though. Like, I'm just putting it in, like, random situations that maybe a dog would have been in, you know, like, based off these historical paintings, but just putting right. spot in instead of a dog. I guess the goal is to, like, have one in a couple years, right? If ETH ever hits 4K and goes above. And... <laughs> oh, my uh... girl's so against it, dude. She's so creeped out by them. <laughs> nah, I feel it. Out of, like, all these, like, subject matters that you work with, including, like, tattoos, what's, like, your favorite thing to do, like, you're most excited to, like, go into, like, throughout the whole process? Mm. Coming up with the idea and uh, starting the damn painting is hard and finishing the painting is hard. I guess coming up with the idea and the concept and everything in between. Because uh, starting it is so daunting. It's, like... I remember when I was in college and it was my final year of uh, painting and I had a blank canvas in front of me and I look at my professor and I'm like, shouldn't I have this kind of figured out by now? Like, why am I so frozen right now? And uh, my professor has been painting for like 40 years and she looks at me and she goes, this never changes. Like I get like this when I start a brand new painting. Imposter syndrome is a bitch. It's like you, you question stuff. And so, like, starting the painting's hard, ending the painting's hard, because you don't know when it's done, or sometimes you do know when it's done, and, like, you want to share it right away, you know? Like, I don't know if it's engagement farming, you just generally want to, you want to hear your bros tell you fucking good job, you know? But, um, the, the middle and coming up with the idea, because there's some funny freaking ideas that I have for Spot, and... <laughs> But you know what's crazy, though? Like, there's one observation that I made in Web3, and this is definitely not to diss anyone at all, but, for instance, uh, a really cool artist that I follow, um, Martin Martin Grasser, he just did this drop called Love, and it was, like, a AI generative piece on tennis, and it's beautiful. Like, I love this piece. I have one. Like, I, I was harassing him and Tony Marinara, another amazing person on Twitter. Uh, man, these names are funny. But uh, I was, like, bothering him. I was like, how am I going to get one? I want to get one. And I got one. And I don't give a fuck about tennis. Like, at all. <laughs> like, I don't care about tennis one bit. I think it looks cool. And uh, the stuff that Grant does, like, the kind of minimal, like, cityscapes, like, that stuff's beautiful. But, like, People have this, you know, there's there's already this, like, perceived value to that stuff. And everyone's like, yeah, this is beautiful. This is incredible. And, like, you'll have another artist out there that's, like, under a thousand subs and is, like, pouring their heart into stuff. And it's, like, the most insane painting. 
And because that person doesn't have a following or hasn't made those high ticket sales, like no one really gives a fuck. Yeah. And it kind of it kind of sucks, man. It's like it, it takes like a trained eye to like see stuff, but I mean, you know what you like, and there's just a lot of people that just they want to ride that train. Yeah, I've always myself have had a problem with the whole like image online uh, pretty much like in any field to be honest like if you have a big name you can pretty much like sell anything like i've seen it in the tattoo world too where like it's just like big name people celebrities tattooing and you know there's artists out here who are like doing what some people would call like better work uh in quotations uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and it's just because they don't have that following then they're not getting the attention and you know some people get away with like just you know different type of work for higher prices but that's just naturally how a lot of things work in you know the world uh, yeah that's that's just life it's so yeah. amplified in in uh in web3 though because like i mean how many thousand people really in the nft community like everyone almost follows everyone like you'll see someone a new artist and you'll see who follows them and it's like half your buddies follow them and it's like damn I'm, i've never heard of this guy but it's it's only got to be like what, like a couple thousand people at most, and who all the collectors, like the real big collectors, it's only a couple guys, like that's pushing like the huge numbers. It's it's freaking wild, man. When you take a step back and you're like, shit. Yeah, it gives you the whole perspective about like the whole one percent, like yet over again. Um, but we're getting close to the one hour mark. I did want to open up the space to anybody in the crowd who wants to hop up and ask Rare any questions uh, at all. So if you have anything to like comment or question, just go ahead and request and then we'll bring you right on up and just come chat with us. Um, you have a lot of work to discuss, to be honest. Uh, I'm just surprised. That, well, some of your work I was looking on object. I was like, is that AI or is that like just painted digitally? And then I was going through your descriptions and some of them say what it is. And I was like, oh, like, this is cool as hell. Like, my bad, that was accidental. <laughs> Just muted everybody. Uh, but yeah, you have such a, such a wide range of art. Um, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole later on today and, and just browse everything. Uh, I'm going to bring up somebody ready. Welcome up, Ready. How you doing? Yo, what up, everybody? What's up? What's up? Nothing much. I uh, I just actually wanted to come up and say how cool it was to hear uh, Rare speak uh, in this space. I feel like I had never really heard much about them before. I feel like they were sort of like uh, mysterious in a way, like not like not like mysterious specifically, but I just really hadn't known that much about uh them and their work before this interview so it was really cool to learn about you and i think that your subject matter is really interesting and like poignant so it's really cool to see you explore especially these themes of like uh technology and traditional painting or rather digital painting but regardless the marrying of these concepts together is very is very uh cool uh thank you i appreciate that man yeah no problem How you doing, Cliff? Glad to bring you right on up. Yeah. This was a wonderful space. I loved this. I think this is my first time hearing uh, Rare's voice. 
which is kind of crazy. Cliff, you're a dude? <laughs> yo! <laughs> what the hell? I'm sorry, bro. I've been that man is fully dogs, I think. <laughs> I thought you were an Asian chick. What the hell? Yo, that's wild. Nah, but shout out Rare, bro. He, I think we've known each other for almost two years now online, but like when I first started like doing like NFTs and stuff, He'd help me out so much with just, like, all his knowledge, bruh. And, like, when I first minted my, uh, like, my first mint, I would, like, hit him up and, like, ask him, yo, is this a uh, description okay? Does this like, sound good? Because he's, like, really good with, like, words and stuff. And, but, yeah, I just wanted to show my love, bro. You, you're you just a goat. Yo, I appreciate you so much. You're definitely one of the day ones. Um... Man, those days were wild. No one knew what the hell was going on. ETH was pumping like crazy. You saw, like, stars being literally just made right before your eyes. Um, and, yeah, it's crazy to see who's still left and, like, people who kind of, like, fell off. But, yo, Cliff's always been there. Yes, sir. So many group chats, man. <laughs> yo, I, I can't even, like, yeah, it's crazy how many fucking group chats... It's wild when you're in one group chat and then someone else invites you to another group chat and it's the same fucking group chat. Yeah. But it's like, like this just has a different name. It's like it's the same fucking people. That's crazy. It's like, what's the point? Fucking hilarious, but yeah, shout out Rare, dude. Yeah, big big shout out to Rare. I wish Yo, I could I... see his tattoo work. That man's insane. Oh, dude. I'm sure there's some people out there running around with it. Uh, I'm literally doing the manifold thing right now. <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm going to set it for 24 hours um, only because I know there's some people in Europe that might want it. And like I said, the whole point was just to put the work out and shout out Burrito Dow. Yo, what's the deal with Burrito Dow? Why does it have the burrito name? What's going on? Uh, we're going to have to bring up Joe for that one. He has a whole story and, and lore and narrative. He puts up with like candles and like a whole Witcher Three theme music, and it's it's insane. Uh, I'm but... <laughs> I, I, I'm literally eating a burrito and I fucking can't stand it because I had lunch with my girl and I told her I was like I gotta buy a burrito. She's like why? He goes I'm gonna talk to my internet friends and I told him I was, I was gonna eat a burrito, <laughs> and she was like why why would you eat if you're being interviewed? I'm like because it's burrito down. She's like what the fuck is burrito down? I was like I don't. I don't know, babe. Like, I'm just trying to share my artwork, and I'm just trying to talk to the homies. I didn't want to pose, so like, I, I took a photo of a California burrito and I posted that shit, and it's half eaten right here on the desk. From Del Taco? No, dude. I'm, I'm, duh, bro. I'm in California. <laughs> don't do that. I'm, I'm really close to Mexico. Del Taco, yo, I fuck with Del Taco, but that's not Mexican food. That's just junk food. I know. I just know they have a California burrito. <laughs> Oh yeah! For those who don't know what a California burrito is, it's just a carne asada burrito, but they put fries in it, and it's amazing. It's like yeah, they go hard. <laughs> they go so crazy. It's, if you find that at a good spot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Del Taco hits though. Yes, sir. But I think uh, with the mint, I'm gonna do uh, zero because you know I'm just like I said, I just want people to have something. And uh, for, I'm sorry, the the price to be zero, um, open edition. I know everyone's sick of open editions, but whatever. And I'm gonna set it for six p.m. right now to 
6 p.m. Ooh. tomorrow. What do you think? Do you think 24 hours is too long? Should I cut it down to 12 hours, or does it even matter? Uh, to be honest, it's all up to you, preference. I think a lot of people enjoy free art. And for those that don't know, Rare is referencing to the pin that I just pinned up, the no begging post, the free open edition that he's going to drop available for everybody. Um, and I'm... I've been like waiting for that drop. <laughs> I was like, I need to get a couple. Or is it limited to one per wallet? Or uh, I'll probably set to three. I don't want it to get all botted. I've I had a drop botted on uh, objects where so a bot took all five hundred because it was free. And, That's uh, crazy. Yeah, they're still selling it. I think it's fucked up because it was a it was like a free mint, and literally one bot took everything, and I was like, yo, what the hell? But, um, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I'll definitely probably max mint for the three. Uh, and then, of course, we'll share the link, but everybody look out for that. I was, I loved it. <laughs> I love, I'm not one to like make like art for like fun that often. Like, usually I'm like, oh, it has to be like critical and color theory and composition and meaning, story, whatever. Um, and I just saw a burrito and a robot, and I was like, oh, I need that ASAP. Dude. <laughs> Like that's that's a vibe. Don't don't get me wrong. I can get pretty fucking pretentious with art. Like, I'll I'll deep dive into stuff, and you know, I'll I'll read books on stuff. And my favorite artists are all like these really obscure dudes. But sometimes you just gotta do something fun. You gotta do something for the homies. I literally took that in the lobby of where I work, the shop where I work, and um, you know, it's the whole thing where like when people take selfies or, or not selfies, but they take photos of their food and their their dogs at the bottom, like kind of like begging for it. So again, it's just like another thing where you put spot or you put the the robot or the AI in like just a weird setting it shouldn't normally be in, and you know, take it for what it's worth. That's that's my hand, and the fucking biggest bitch was painting uh, aluminum foil. Like damn, that shit's hard. Bro, I was looking at it and I was literally about to compliment the the paper and the aluminum. Like that paper bend right on your thumb with it's like a crispy ass line. I, I think that's like my favorite detail. I appreciate you. My my favorite part of the painting is uh underneath the thumb, uh kind of where the thumb connects to the rest of the hand. Um, the foil is a reflection of the skin tone. And... Oh, I see. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but the thing is, like, uh, I have a really specific way that I paint. And if anyone ever wants to, like, pick my brain, it's literally off of a book. Funny story. I went to, like, four years of college learning how to paint. And then, like, on one of the last days of class, I found a book sitting on my professor's uh, desk. And I found out that she was literally just going through the steps from that book. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why did I pay for college? I could have just gone to Amazon and picked up this book and just followed this damn book, and I'd be probably just as good of a painter now. So, yeah, that YouTube University, <laughs> yo, it's so true, man. Like, people say art school's a scam, and uh, for the most part, it is. But you know, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Twitter space, man. You, you get to talk with other colleagues and people going through the struggle. You find out that everyone's going through the same shit, and you know, no, it's it's just it's fun, but. Don't go broke going to school. <laughs> yeah, been there. Uh, just wanted to welcome up Greek. Uh, I know you joined the crowd, but I got a little distracted and I forgot to welcome you up on stage. But how's it going? Hey, thanks. No worries, man. I'm um, trying to calm my, my three-week-old baby down. Um, but glad you guys saw the uh, the tweet that I DM'd you because that was 
that art on the internet one with the the Jordans. I thought it was pretty cool when that happened. Um, Congratulations, um, man! Three weeks. Yeah, I've got a two year old and a three week old, and I get about three hours sleep. You sound like it. <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god! I'm trying to be quiet because my son's trying to go to bed, but I'm gonna have to step down here. But um, I had more to add, but the timing's just not working out. It's all good, so, man. We appreciate but, uh, you coming. Thank yeah, thanks for having me, and thanks for ever for coming and doing this. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to those Jordans. Um, oh, dude. The I, I wish I could, I I could redo the painting. You can always redo it. Or you can yeah, <laughs> totally. It's funny, though, because uh, it seems kind of silly, right? I'm, like, painting shoes, but it was just, like, the whole reference was, like, uh, Dutch still life's. Like the merchant class finally had enough money, and they just—they literally were just painting fucking food. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I'm gonna paint some fucking Jordans, man. That means a lot to a lot of people. It's—it sounds really superficial, but it's like when you look down to like why people like buy stuff like that and how you feel when you get something like that. How superficial it is. It's like it's a part of human culture. It's a part of the human condition. No, yeah, I feel. Like I have a a painting I did as well of some off whites ones uh and it said not for resale or not for sale i think uh but it was a big old painting and i made it as like a commentary to like you know like commercial media and everything so yeah, yeah there's definitely like ways you can apply like deep thought into these works uh, but they're just really well done i love them Um, I was gonna. Well, I know you went to college. Uh, for did you graduate or? I did. So, um, again, I'm old as fuck. Uh, I was in the military before I went to college, and I found out I was gonna be a a tattoo apprentice. So when I got out, I used my GI bill to to in lieu of like having a part time job, you know, because you don't get paid. So I was a business major and I switched to uh, art because I'm like, damn, how am I going to fuck off for the next four years and still get paid? So, yeah, man, go to art school if you want to learn how to shit posts. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's real. That's real. What was your, uh, like, your favorite thing to study while you were learning art? You know, I would see like some uh, some crazy installation art or like just some crazy piece, and uh, you're like, "Damn, this must be like current. Like, this is crazy. This must have came out a couple of years ago." And like, you look at the artist's work, and it, like, it was like California light and space art from like the '70s. And then you get to the you get to the conclusion that like everything's already been done by people who are better than you. So it's like it's like fuck. Like it's 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 all out there. It's like these guys are so ahead of their time and. I guess that's how that's why I'm so excited for web three and like you know nfts as a whole like this is genuinely something new this didn't exist ten years ago like you could say that without a doubt that this is we're in uncharted territories you know it's kind of I hate when people are like, oh if you're reading this you're early we're all gonna make it or you're you're early you just gotta stick with it but I mean it's kind of true right now you know like this shit all might go to zero you know like <laughs> Vitalik could end up rugging us all but I mean we're doing something new, you know, and yeah. The, I guess the history, because no one can really teach you how to paint. Like, you can learn the rules, um, but, you know, it's it, it's a skill that can be learned, but, like, you can't learn 
taste. I don't know. It's kind of fucked up when I say it out loud, but. Uh, no, it makes sense. I think I went through like the same phase. Like I, I attended college. Uh, I think my favorite classes were art history as well. Just yeah. Be that, and one of the reasons I think why I enjoy Web three overall is a lot is because I get exposed to a lot of different mediums, techniques, personalities, you know, character in, in the art. And when I was taking art history, like it was just like the floodgates of inspiration opened and I saw, you know, Egyptian art, Mesoamerican art, whatever figures, sculptures, paintings, you know, the whole everything. And that like just opened up a whole new world of like inspiration and thought a lot more than the actual like painting and, and drawing part. Uh, Bro, so you, your your last piece on Hopper, I saw an amazing, amazing, amazing uh, little YouTube short on his life. And for a while, I did a spot painting based on Hopper for an object for a shout out to Chris, who actually got me into Super Rare. And it was a Cape Cod evening. And it was the whole issue of like uh, rural America being forced into, uh, you know, modern America and how people felt displaced. And it was, you know, you could pick and choose what you want from that, you know, same thing with, like, traditional art and Web3 art. So, like, yeah, my favorite shit now is, like, going on YouTube and seeing these, like, videos on, like, art history, and you get to see, like, established traditional artists who have, like, historical precedence, and it's, you know, those guys, if they're alive right now, they'd be making NFTs, too, you know, so. To be honest, yeah, I feel the same way. Especially, like, innovators, you know, like Hopper, they started a whole movement, a whole, you know, I'm pretty sure people were going against his style of work um and he just kept it going and you know bro he's the saddest fucking painter of all time like people say van gogh was that hopper no dude van gogh he went out like you know he was stuffed like a candle but freaking hopper dude like he was just depressed and pissed at his wife for like 60 years like that shit's a slow death yeah no i kind of enjoy his his work a lot of the times just like singular people like it's just one person in in this big space or room or like even like in an enclosed environment um it's super interesting really sad work like (laughs) once you really think about it and see it it's super sad and depressing yeah it's crazy depressing depressing art's the best man (laughs) (laughs) yeah I've, i've heard that um so with all these like mediums and subject matter under your belt like i know you mentioned you wanted to get into 3d and and things like that uh what's like your next big interest that you see for yourself or like that you're playing around with right now um man i don't know i want to use 3d so i could use it in 2d because i'm sick of not finding the proper reference photos and uh, the generative art is crazy because people are doing representational art just pure code and i don't want to be I don't want to be left behind. Like, that shit's magic. You know, it's like, holy fuck. Like, you're literally generating, like, a landscape. Or uh, there's a series on FX Hash. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's people's faces, and it's all code. And it's so fascinating. But I, I'm also realistic, and I know I'm busy as hell, you know? Like, I'm a full-time tattooer. I do NFTs on the side full-time. <laughs> Twitter's a full-time job. Um I'm going to see where things take me and I'm just going to just keep doing what I'm doing now. And honestly, the part I'm most excited about is just like meeting other artists and new people, you know? Yeah, that's, I, yeah, people ask me like, what's the highlight of the year and meeting artists is always like my automatic go-to. 
Yeah, have you attended no, totally. any of like NFT NYC or Miami Basel or like these events? Fuck, I wish I went to Miami. Um, I haven't, and I think I want to go out to New York. I heard no one even goes to the damn event. This is like, stupid expensive. It's like everyone just goes to like the the side parties and the events that other people throw. Uh-huh. Um, I want to go to New York. I missed LA. Um. I want to take my chick and like show her like, these are real people and this is real money, you know? Yeah, no, that that's like, yeah, I feel that. that when I was starting out, like my biggest opposition was like, are things real? Like it doesn't feel real because like everything was online. Uh, like the friends could have been like anybody behind that profile picture, but I, had I still to... think, I still think Cliff is an Asian chick. Um, <laughs> He got a voice mod. <laughs> I know. I've seen it. I'm, I've seen him in real life, and I gotta lie. <laughs> I thought that he had like a bodysuit because you know there was a little flapping area around his neck, and I was like, oh, yeah. know, like your shoes don't fit how they're supposed to fit." But yeah, ooh. he's like <laughs> five foot fifteen inches tall. <laughs> Yo, uh, that's funny. Shout out, Cliff. But yeah, hopefully I get, we get to see you. Like, I know a lot of us, the burrito especially, we're going to be, I know some of them were going to be at Denver, and then a lot of us are going to try to make it to New York. So, you know, hopefully we get a chance to link up um, and just chat and, you know, see each other in real life because it's, you know, super interesting. Like, I love this conversation with you today. It's crazy knowing that, you know, we're one degree separated, and it was super cool seeing, like, your your background and everything. Uh, Mew reached out to me the other day, like two days ago, saying that y'all are like close friends and how you started off in Tez and everything, giving me notes. And I was just like genuinely interested because I finding out you do tattoos and that you were early on in space and early on in AI. It was just like cool to see and see how you like have a lot of similarities, especially like attending school and like, you know, still like having like a different path overall. Uh, so um, I'm interested in what kind of work you do in the future. I'm gonna be keeping a close eye on you. I, I appreciate that. I think that's the that's kind of ironic, right? Like Web three, but like what's gonna close that all up is like when you actually meet these people in real life, and you're like, oh shit, you you have that monkey PFP, but you know, it's like it's 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 wild. Um, again, this is so exciting because it's so unprecedented, you know. And I feel that the community is really freaking small. There's only a couple thousand people who are like really engaging every day and actually making an effort to make art and not be a cash grab, you know? So it's it's going to be cool, man. I can't wait to meet everyone. And we'll see what 2023 has in store for all of us because last couple of years have been, well, last year has been brutal, so. Yeah, no, this, this year there's a lot of lessons, a lot of, learning opportunities uh but yeah super excited for the future um and cool. i just had a question um is your open edition like open for everybody yeah cool yeah cool. yeah just, uh, it's just, obviously the burrito shout out to the homies for the culture the the burrito dow all that but yeah i i hope some random person just stumbles on it and just buys it and has no fucking idea why there's a damn burrito it's like what a weird painting. Like someone took the time to take this photo and stage all this. I I had fun eating the burrito, but you know. Hey, let's go. <laughs> I'm gonna 
go ahead and get mine, mine additions. I don't know if you have a link ready to share to everybody, but I just wanted to remind people that whenever that's available, that it is uh, open edition. Max supply is three per wallet. Uh, and I'm, you know, going to get mine as soon as... It's it's up. Uh, oh. I sent you the link if you want to shotgun it to uh, the space, and then uh, I'm going to post it right now. Yeah, just go ahead and make a post, and then we'll pin it up, and then we'll just that way we'll just make sure that everybody in the space uh, gets a chance to mint theirs. I just minted mine, so you know, big big thank you for you know having this conversation with us one, and you know two gifting us some art. Uh, I yep. think this is super cool. I'm like low key worried no one's gonna mint it. I was like, damn, I can't even get away free art. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, nah I don't, know about that. <laughs> don't even worry about that. I know everybody. Oh, yeah, Yo, it might it might be a one of one. Imagine shit. <laughs> <laughs> I minted all the infinite infinite supply. <laughs> fuck. I just have bots minting every second. But hey, big, big shout out to you, man. Appreciate your work. Uh, Yo, we're gonna meet up. We're literally gonna we're gonna meet up. I'm I'm over there so often. I gotta pay uh, I gotta pay the homies a visit. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna meet up. It's gonna be weird because I'm like three foot two and I'm a chick. <laughs> yeah. and no no one no one knows. You know what I mean? So you got a voice mod too in a whole suit. No, nah, this is my voice. It just sounds weird. But no, nah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, I'm excited. I appreciate uh burrito dal for uh, even considering me and for people who are like listening and all that uh, i'm so stoked i can't believe people buy my art that that's wild to me like still to this day i can't believe people get tattooed by me and it's been like 13 years um but you know i i hope to always just be learning and like continue to grow and like you know uh, a rising tide lifts all boats man i want to see everyone succeed in the space you know we're paying for it right now so hopefully uh in a decade or two, it could look back on these days and be like, yo, this is the beginning of Web3, but not like on Web20 or some shit. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, we'll definitely meet up. Uh, I think we're around your area pretty so often. So we'll definitely you know, find the opportunity. If not, uh, you can find me in, in, in New York if you make it out there. Yeah, totally, man. We're going to do like a burrito thing. What's going on? Uh, we're going to have to talk to Joe on that one. Uh, Joe's the big dog. So Yo! What the fuck? Like, it, it seems like everyone in Burrito Dow is, like, from the East Coast or Canada. It's like, you guys got to come out to California. Nah, I'm, I'm sure they'll be down. Uh, we're, like, all over the place, to be honest. I think we're, like, pretty spread out across the map. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just speaking of, like, Cliff and Mew and all that. I was like, when I found out Mew was in a group called Burrito Dow, I'm like, bro, you're from Canada. Like, what do you... <laughs> what do you... <laughs> Mew is essential to our to our operation. We would <laughs> be nothing without Mew. Yeah, For sure. big, big shout out to Mew. Yo, Mew's the homie. Uh, he's been there. Yeah, no, he reached out to me the other day. I told you, I was like, he was like, oh, he's been the homie for quite a while. I can Where is Mew? Is this getting I drunk by himself? <laughs> this is drinking alone, shit posting. He flaked out. I hope he he's told me some bush light somewhere. Oh God. <laughs> big shout out to Mew. For sure. Muse the goat. All right. I know we went over time, but again, I appreciate everyone. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, there's no overtime on here. So, but yeah, we're super glad to have you. Uh, if anybody else has any like last minute questions or comments, uh, just, you know, I'll give everybody a couple minutes to request or say their last words. But for sure, I'm here. Yeah. If you have anything that you want to announce that's coming up, uh, yeah, let us know. 
Um, I've been told by some really well-respected people to kind of chill on minting stuff. And I felt like I've always had to mint stuff to stay relevant. So I'm going to slow that down. It's ironic that I just did a whole giant free open edition, but you know, for the homies, um, I have another free drop that I'm doing for Debussy, who's also a day one. That guy's giving me so much advice. Uh, love Debussy. Shout out to all the homies. And um, I think, yeah, uh, I got some commissions, but I I don't want to drop an open edition, um, like a non-free one with like those burn mechanics just yet. I think everyone's kind of seems like the meta's changed and people are over it, but. I, I can't wait to show what I have in store for 2023. I think my next super rare is going to come out in January. Yeah, I'm taking my time with that. A lot of stuff is going on in real life. Hell yeah. Excited to see that. Um, you have some cool collectors, by the way. I think I was going through your super rare. Yo, uh, like, la- last, last story. I almost quit Web3. I almost quit NFTs. Like It was so slow for me. And then I got a DM from... Uh, um someone that looked like cosmo and uh i was like who the fuck's this scammer it was him and i was like what the hell <laughs> i was like yeah. oh sh- oh shit and he was telling me how much he loved my work and all this crap and i'm like why why aren't you buying it but anyways <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he dm'd me and was like talking to me and I, I was just like what the fuck like i didn't even know you were paying attention to me i didn't even know he was following me and uh that shit was wild and that kind of like gave me some faith to like just keep going because it got slow for a while. Things got stagnant. Real life was taking over. And then after that, um, yeah, I had some really cool collectors and people that I really admire and respect, like, hit me up. And I was just like, oh, shit. Don't fuck this up. Nah, I love that. I'm super, actually, like, genuinely glad that you, you know, stuck to the guns. Because I've been there. When I was starting out in NFTs, I was, like, a full-time artist. And there was no sales. And it was, like, my primary source of income. And I made the jump and I was like scared to like jump back to the Web2 side. But I, you know, the people around me helped me out. Support system was there and I just, you know, followed my heart and here we are. Yeah, 100%, uh, dude. It's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's super crazy. You, you never know who's paying attention to. Like that, it sounds like kind of corny to say that, but that's true, man. Like, yeah. as, like I didn't know this guy even knew who the fuck I was and then. Other worlds got my other one of one, and like he's one of my favorite painters on the space. And I was like, shit, you actually bought my work? Like that's, I trip out when he likes something or or reposts something, and then like I have like artists who I genuinely fucking love buying my shit. Yeah, and uh, you know, like like we always say, it's it's only up, <laughs> it, it's only up. Uh, big yeah. congrats again on on your all time high on that latest piece on Super Rare. Yo, that was a complete like I, complete out of the blue. Um. Yeah, super low key anonymous collector. He told me he got rugged from FTX and was bitter about it and just wanted to buy cool shit. And I was like, "Yo, I'm sorry." That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't even like a collector or anything. He was just like a normal ass guy. I was like, "Man, thank you so much." Love to see it. Love to see it. I have some news, but I think I'm gonna let the burrito uh, share the news. I see the hand up. Yo, 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 yo. So the open edition, we're already seeing a lot being minted. Uh, just wanted to circle back real quick and, and talk about that again if you were down. Sure, of course. 
Yeah, for sure. So what what is the open edition? Kind of why why did you want to set it up and and what wh- why do we deserve your free art? <laughs> um, you know, I could say it's like altruistic and it's for the culture, but I mean, like, what better way to promote myself, promote burrito Dow and promote these paintings that I'm doing other than just giving them away? You know, like it was a fun painting, and it's more about just awareness you know and to say that i did that you know what i mean like you guys are letting me use your platform to share my story and like this is web3 like what what are you supposed to do for anyone other than just you know we're, we're in it for the art right bro what the fuck <laughs> sorry for interrupting man the i refreshed your open edition and it just jumped up a lot um so it's looking like you know you're gonna have a bunch of new people in your family uh, again thank you for for the free art it I, I rock with it heavy. Yeah, uh, honestly, man, I've done really well in the last couple months. And uh, I mean, th- this is kind of like the way you give back, right? You shout people out, you you share their work, you buy their art. And sometimes you can just make art. And if people fuck with it, you know, like it's your prerogative. Like buy it, share it, love it, enjoy it. And, um, you know to my collectors and stuff like man i hope i make you a lot of money you know like this is we're we're in this space and we want to be artists but like the whole ethos of like web3 and nfts is like artists are getting paid now you know that's why this whole royalty thing this debate of royalties like kind of blows my mind i guess it's more for like bigger projects and stuff but like one for one artists like man you, you gotta be a fucking like scum to like try to like fuck over some artists you know but yeah it's just I, I thought it was a good idea for a painting and I just wanted to share it and I'm I'm just stoked people want it, you know? Like that fucking blows my mind. Yeah, no, nah, I'm a I'm gonna enjoy this this art. And once again, man, pleasure talking to you. I was super excited to talk to you. Uh even like prior to knowing who who you are. Uh but then I found out some info and we chatted on in the DMs and I was like, Yeah, this is gonna be a, a good space. Uh Bruh, so thank you I was, again for, for chatting with yeah. us. I was in like a Target parking lot flipping out. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I know this guy. Or I, I, I know one person that knows this guy. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, no, it's crazy because like, I, the friend that we know, I went to see him like earlier in that day and everything was just connecting and I was like, crazy, crazy. It's a small but, world, dude. Yeah, no, it's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Be nice to everyone, man. You don't know who's going to kick your ass and knows your real life. But, <laughs> but appreciate your time. Uh, I'm gonna let everybody go ahead and enjoy their night. Uh, a little hour and twenty minute space, good conversations. I know Rare and Burrito are gonna kick it off even more after this space. Um, and just uh, in twenty minutes, you have minted over a hundred of the free editions. So everybody, let's throw up the hundred emoji and yes. uh, run that up. Someone, someone just posted a reply to Debussy's tweet and goes, any value to this? I'm like, bro, this is free art. What the fuck? Why do you guys speculate? Yeah. Just just mint it. Pay the gas if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. I've taken up, I've taken up your guys' time. Thank you so much for having me, man. Hopefully oh, I get yeah, to man. talk to you guys again. DMs, whatever. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll, we'll stay in touch. We'll be in spaces. And, you know, thank you again for having us. Thanks, uh, Everybody in the crowd for tuning in today. Really cool space. Uh, so shout out to us all. Shout out to Rare and the Burrito. Uh, always, yeah. you know, introducing people to amazing people. And, you know, that's part of the reason why I even do these spaces. Like, 
I, I love genuine conversations with artists, uh, getting to know them, getting to know their process and, and work. Uh, and I really enjoyed today. So, you know, thank you for that. All right, man. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Have a good night. Yeah, thank you for coming. And thank, thank you to you specifically, Rare, and thank you to everyone else who came and hung out with us. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Love you, Rare. <laughs> Love you too, man. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night.